Welcome to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla and I'm a personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mindset coach. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you all the goods through interviews with powerful women, sharing my experience coaching and training clients, and my personal insights to get you living fiercely in your life. So let's get to it. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla and I'm your host. And today I'm very excited because I'm interviewing one of my dear friends and coaches, mentors, and entrepreneurial partner, Lauren Saunders. And I'm really excited about having this interview and sharing her story and just our journey together so far because she's been a really huge inspiration for me and she's helped me so much to really bring my mindset coaching business off the ground in the last nine months or so. And so I'm really thankful for that. And I just love to have her on this podcast because it's this conversation is going to be all about mindset and all about manifestation and just having that really positive attitude of living life fiercely and just going grand. So before I get learned to introduce herself, I'm just going to share how we met because it was a bit of an interesting story. And when I was living in Toronto last year, I decided that I wanted to get microblading done to my eyebrows. So what I did, I didn't have any connections at the time. So what I did was I went onto this women's Facebook group and I posted, hey, like looking for someone that can do microblading, like looking for reasonable prices, la la la. And there was a whole bunch of people that commented on the thread. And then I just coincidentally happened to pick Lauren. And so I contacted her and we had her appointment. And then when I was there getting my eyebrows done, it turns out that we actually knew some of the same people through personal development that we've done through Landmark Worldwide. And we just had very similar, you know, interests and passions in life. And I remember thinking at the time she was sharing with me how, you know, she was doing aesthetics and she had started her own aesthetics business from home and that she was currently also coaching entrepreneurs to launch their businesses. And it's funny how intuition works because this was like September last year and my brain very like quietly was thinking, oh, you know, like you're going to get reconnected with this woman, like hundred percent. And at the time I was not in the space of wanting to start my coaching business. I was only focused on personal training. So with that being said, it's been an amazing journey since then. And without further ado, Lauren, I would love to welcome you onto the podcast and have you introduce yourself. Hi. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> that was, I loved listening to that. And I like the first thing I thought was, has it really been, was it really just last September that I met you? Like, I mean, I know that was just over a year ago now, but yeah. Was it just last September? Was it, or was it in, was it two years ago? No, I, th- I, I think, think it, it was. was like- <laughs> I think it was just last September. <laughs> it's just crazy how much has happened since then. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my name is Lauren Saunders, and thank you so much for having me, Kayla, and for the introduction. Um, I live in Toronto, Ontario, and I'm a former high school art teacher turned lash technician, turned microblading technician, turned business coach, which I now do full time. And uh, that happened for me um, this past January. I stopped doing microblading and lashes, um, which is how I met Kayla, and I started traveling and since then have just been um, launching programs. I focus a lot on mindset and manifestation, and then I help people with their marketing uh, with that as well. So I'm a big believer that it is all things alignment and yeah, energetic alignment with the results that you wish to see manifest in your business. And on top of that, once you have achieved that, once you have really gone to work on changing your mindset from um, a very like neurological sense, I guess I could say is, is, and by that, I mean that I am not a big fan of just saying, okay, just believe in what you want. I'm actually a really big fan of helping people to implement daily practices that are going to literally rewire their brain to start thinking in alignment with the results that they want. And, um, yeah, so from that place, we can get to work on marketing and on uh, audience growing and specific strategies and uh, all of that kind of stuff. So um, I teach or I coach rather people in a huge variety of businesses, uh, predominantly like my one on one 
uh, clientele is almost completely people, other people doing online stuff as well. Kayla was one of my clients uh, fairly recently, which was amazing. And uh, however, I also help people because it's mindset. I help people in a variety of different ways with their business pursuits, because I believe that if you understand the mindset, you really can manifest results in whatever capacity that you desire, whether that's in a brick and mortar business or whether that's, um, I don't know, a, a multi-level marketing pursuit or building something online. I also have a popular program that helps other lash technicians start and grow their business, also uh, implementing mindset and marketing strategy. And that's been a really big seller for me. So um, yeah, that's, I guess, my introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And you know, what's funny is I totally forgot that we share a similar background because I also have a teaching degree. I don't know if I even knew that or if I did, I totally forgot that. That's Yeah, well, (laughs) It was, I know, but it was just, it was kind of short-lived in the sense that, well, I mean, I went to university for six years to get a Bachelor of Education specialized in physical education and French. And then I went to China for a year and then it was really there. I mean, before I even went, I knew that I didn't want to do that sort of traditional Mm -hmm. teaching in like secondary school. And, and so after that, that's when I got into personal training, but I would love for you to share because obviously you shared your journey from, you know, you were teaching Mm -hmm. and then you got into aesthetics and then now you're doing online coaching. So what was, what was your journey from teaching going into that? Yeah. Good question. because It's really interesting looking back on it. Um, I, out of university, I did five years. uh, It's now six years here in Ontario, but uh, it was five years at the time. So I did five years of university and then I moved to Melbourne, Australia, where I taught for about two and a half years. I was actually teaching uh, special education. And then I moved back to Toronto. And when I moved to Toronto, it's very difficult to get a full-time teaching job here. And I really just had this sense of like, there needs to be just more possibility out there for me. Teaching is a fabulous profession and I just adore and have the utmost of respect for teachers, but it always felt like not the path that I really uh, could feel extremely lit up about for the entirety of my career, right? Like I just saw other people doing things online and I was so drawn to not only the creativity, but the possibility in it, like the unlimited possibility in it. And so when I moved to Toronto, I got a part-time teaching job and it's funny because at the time I was like, I, I'm like, this is just, I'm, I have a part-time job. And on the side of that, I'm going to start a lash business. I had had a friend who I'd met in Australia who was a lash technician and just listening to her describe it and the business that she had started uh, and built for herself. I thought I, my background is visual arts. I thought this is totally something I could do for just sort of some side hustle. I always was someone with just, I was selling paintings or I was organizing events or like I've long since had different income streams for myself. Um, I had a YouTube channel that was, I started a YouTube channel when I was in Australia and grew that to about 10 or 15,000 subscribers. And so I was always just someone with like lots of different things on the go. And uh, yeah, so I moved to Toronto, had a part-time teaching job, thought that that was like the lashes was just going to be a side hustle until I could get a full-time teaching job. But I think deep down, I knew that I was drawn to the possibility and it wasn't so much about eyelash extensions for me. It was about being an entrepreneur and working from home and making great money and just knowing that like it could go anywhere. And uh, when I, when that business really took off for me, I decided to leave teaching and I thought I'm just going to give this a year. I knew that I wanted to start something online. I was very drawn to coaching, but I didn't really know in what capacity. I, uh, yeah, I, that, that whole thing, it's like, it just sort of occurred to me one day, like I want to help other people with their businesses and I want to help them, uh, implement mindset strategies that are going to help them manifest what they want because I had manifested a full-time business working from home and just a lot of freedom for myself. Um, so I, went full-time into my lash business with the plan uh, to build my second business, my coaching business on the side of that. And that's what I did. And um, to be honest, like the first year, like I, I was very, very active in my business and I spent a lot of money on coaches and I threw myself into it just in every way, shape, and form that I could. And it didn't really go to plan, to be completely honest. I had almost a year of being extremely frustrated and like literally giving it everything that I had and working my lash business on the side to support myself and going into debt to hire coaches and all that kind of stuff and not making very much money at all. And um, that's sort of a story in and of itself. But in terms of what actually started to change for me, I shifted from just taking action all the time to prioritizing my mindset and visualizing before 
you know, taking the action or visualizing and allowing that visualization to bring the right ideas to me. So alignment before action is what I always say. Uh, and that was, once I made that shift, things started happening for me. I started having program ideas that became very successful. I started, my business really kind of took off from that point, but that's sort of its own story. But I just threw that in there because so much of the time we hear about people who are doing well in their businesses and, you know, I've, I've traveled and I've had big successful months where I made, you know, in a few days, what I used to make in a few months working as a full-time teacher. Uh, but it was definitely not like that for a long time. And I really went through a lot of just very difficult times and, and very like emotionally frustrating and depleting times in my business to come through the other side now knowing what I know and being able to help people with that struggle that I went through myself. I love that. And I wanted to ask, you know, I, I know that we've connected so well because we're both obviously into mindset and like mm-hmm. really passionate about that and personal growth and personal development and all the good things. And what was it for you? Cause I know when I, got into personal development. It was initially when I did the landmark forum, like four or five years ago. And I've mentioned this a couple of times now on my podcast, but that was like my first taste of really understanding how mindset works and how our brain, you know, interprets things in life and mm-hmm. we add meaning to everything. And that was like the starting moment of you yeah. know, really when I discovered that I wanted to become a coach and like pursue this. And so what was it for you that that got you into mindset? Well, funnily enough, it was also very much triggered by landmark. So I had been, I had like a network marketing business at one point and um, it wasn't the right path for me, but it definitely opened me up to just, you know, maybe I can make money doing something different. Maybe I can create time freedom for myself. And so through network marketing, um, I had started getting into books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I'd read like The 4-Hour Workweek and um, I'd read, I think a couple, like I might've read like even Think and Grow Rich. Like some of those books that really talk all about like law of attraction. But at that point, I wasn't very aware. I don't even know what I got from those books at that time, to be completely honest, because I had no, I, I, yeah, like I'm now all things manifestation, but for most of my life, I was completely in the dark about all of it. And I have a good friend of mine who we're actually launching a podcast ourselves to get, well, I have a podcast already, but, um, and we're going to actually interview you on it after this, but, uh, and then, (laughs) but, uh, I have another podcast, uh, coming out with a friend next week and she had always talked about manifesting and it was just sort of something like I watched her talk about it and I was like, okay, cool. Like I just did not get it at all. So I got into landmark through my network marketing business that I was doing. And there were some people in that realm that, that recommended it. And I, and I was having a hard time with it at the time. And they said, do the landmark forum and you'll, you know, break through what's holding you back and all that good stuff. So I started Landmark and um, it just sort of sparked something in me. That was where I started understanding the ways in which we hold ourselves back. I think that like the biggest thing I got from Landmark, especially in the beginning, was just understanding our stories, right? Like it's so now it's so crazy to me, like that I wasn't even aware of the fact that we have stories and we have filters through which we perceive everyone and everything in our lives. Um, But at that time that was like new to me. So even understanding like one of my biggest limiting beliefs was just how I interpreted like anyone that I dated through this, this lens or this filter of like, he's actually not interested in me. Right. And just like hearing everything in my life through that filter. And then, so that was like a big breakthrough that I had through Landmark where I was like, it's, you know, you live inside a world of not good enough in one or more areas of your life forever. (laughs) And it really does something to your, your relationship with yourself. So I started having like breakthroughs like that through Landmark, through realizing that these were just stories that I was living. They weren't actually true. They were just things that I was de- like deciding to be true. And then I was experiencing the world through them, if that makes sense. Um, and, uh, I through like getting through more and more of these stories, I'd done about six months worth of landmark and I was reading some books at the same time. And I had a very clear moment, uh, that I remember quite well. That was only about three years ago. Now it was in January of, yeah, about three years ago where it was like, I, what I now refer to as like my spiritual awakening, I guess, where I was actually at a Starbucks cause I'm obsessed with Starbucks and like everything <laughs> significant there seems to happen at Starbucks in my life. But, and I just remember all of a sudden, like waking up and, 
and it was like I could I could I don't know I was just present to like the energy of the world which I had never like even someone saying like everything is energy like that meant nothing to me whereas all of a sudden I could just see it and people walking by me like I just all of a sudden knew that there was something so so much more in a single moment it was the most bizarre experience and from that point on I quickly got into like um, Abraham Hicks they were a huge turning point for me I started just consuming like everything and anything that I could um, and just really woke up to like it's not just that we have stories it's that we then attract whatever it is that we are believing to be true for ourselves so um, when I started getting into law of attraction that was like the biggest it did kind of like landmark definitely played a part in it um, but it was like everything converged for me at that time and once the more and more I got into like Abraham Hicks work and um, all the stuff about law of attraction the more I started to realize like we can have anything that we want and at that point I knew like I'm going to be an entrepreneur I'm going to make millions of dollars I'm going to like go all the way because I can attract that right whereas before I had lived inside a world of it's unlikely like you could start a business or you could be an entrepreneur but the chances of being successful are like you have to get super super lucky so I had gone from believing that luck came to either people who were extremely smart and business savvy which I didn't consider myself to be because I went to art school um, or people who just happened to get lucky, like happened to get into things, uh, into whatever it is that they were doing at the exact right time. So as soon as I realized like, no, we have the capacity to attract to us and create our lives from the inside out, that was like news to me. <laughs> it was the biggest like discovery to this day in my life. Um, that's when I, like six months later, I'd left teaching and started my coaching business because I knew, I don't know, it, it was all just sort of a whirlwind at that point. But and I mean, part of, partly, I think that kind of partly played into why I struggled in the beginning was I was like, oh my God, we attract our realities or we create our realities using our thoughts. And I just jumped into it and I didn't really know what it took to actually create your reality using your mind, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just jumped into it and I had already manifested a very successful business for myself in a short period of time, but my belief for that business had been very strong, whereas my belief for my coaching business had not been. And that was something that I had to grow. So yeah, it wasn't all like sunshine and daisies being like the universe has my back. I didn't have that trust in the beginning. It just wasn't a muscle that I had learned how to develop yet. Um, but anyway, so that's sort of what it looked like. And then after I'd been coaching for just over a year, I retired my old business. I spent the winter um, traveling. I was in Italy and parts of the UK. And then I moved back to Toronto this past June and have been here ever since and living my best life. <laughs> oh my God. Love that. Yes. And as soon as you said that all I could see was like your beautiful terrace that you have in your <laughs> condo, right? Well, so that's amazing. Like the more I, the, I think that like I'm all about manifesting, you know, all the money and success and everything like material that people want. But I think like the best part of the journey for me has been waking up to just the magic of it all. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. there is so much more out there for us. And the more we presence ourselves to just the love and support and abundance of the universe, the more that becomes our day to day experience. And like a random Tuesday can just be the best day of your life because you are present to just there being so much more. And so like, yeah, I just that you saying that about my apartment just reminded me of that because I've just had these experiences of manifesting something so much better than I'd even imagined through just the process of surrender and like really cultivating that relationship with the universe, which was something I was so closed off to for most of my life. I didn't believe in any of it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so moving back to Toronto and just the process that got me here and even to Italy and the growth of my business, all of it has been very magical <laughs> and I just like wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. And you know, what's funny too, is I forgot another parallel that we have. And I know that when you were talking about the network marketing, mm -hmm. when I threw the other way around through landmark met somebody who was in Arbonne and that's yeah. what you were talking yeah. about, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because so living in Toronto, there's so many, or at least I was surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs and even as a personal trainer, technically an entrepreneur. Right. And it was through landmark that I met, you know, my dear friend who invited me to join her Arbonne team. And it's funny because I did it for a couple months, but looking back, I had so much resistance because they were really about, you know, you know, your passion and online and financial freedom. And I was like, yeah, I want this, but I, this isn't, I'm not passionate about this company particularly. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but this isn't what I want. But that was my first taste at the possibility of becoming an online entrepreneur. And yeah. it's so funny because looking back, I was like, 
I just had no idea. Like, I think like deep down, I knew that I wanted to do my own thing and I was frustrated and I didn't know exactly what I wanted. Like I knew I wanted to do coaching, but I was completely held back because like you said, it's just the mindset aspect. Right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we really want something, it's like, then that's when there's more nerves about it because, you know, if, if we quote fail, then it's like, we lose like the greatest thing that we really want. Right. Yeah. So like, there's a, uh, that was a big thing for me with my coaching business was like, I wanted it so badly that I really, and I know that you've, you know, had this experience as well, where it's like, we want it so badly that we attach ourselves to it and we need yeah. it to work out like yesterday. And yeah. in the energy of need, we just push everything away. But um, the interesting thing about Arbonne, because it's again, kind of similar, is that I had just read um, the four hour work week. That was like my first entrepreneur book ever, I think. And I was living at home. I hadn't yet moved back, uh, moved to Toronto for the first time before starting my lash business. And I was applying for teaching jobs and not getting them and just really feeling like there's gotta be more out there there for me. I don't feel that excited about this. And, um, and I was doing things like Googling, you know, business ideas. If you don't have a business idea, uh, sorry, business degree or, um, how to build an app and like things, because I was in this limiting belief that because I didn't go to business school, I couldn't be an entrepreneur, even though I had some friends that were doing quite well. And I, and I just, yeah. So within a couple of days of opening that pathway and, and, um, you know, Googling and trying to figure out what maybe I could do. A friend of mine approached me with Arbonne and described it as being like a business in a box that anybody could do. And so that was a manifestation in and of itself, like long before I knew about law of attraction or anything like that. But it was just funny because it was exactly what I'd been asking for inside the paradigm that I was living at the time, which was like, I can't start a business from scratch. I'm not an, yeah, I didn't go to business school. Right. So it opened me up. And I think this is probably the experience you had with it as well. It opened me up to this life is possible and available to me. And it wasn't ended up being, it didn't end up being the right avenue for me, but it was a very important step. Like it got me to landmark and into self-development. But it also just opened me up to like, what would my life look like? Right. And as soon as it's a possibility, in your mind that you could make a lot of money working for yourself um, or working from home or working online or whatever, now new ideas are able to get in because you've shifted your paradigm to what's possible for you. Yeah. And I, I think that that is like the most important thing is paying attention to the paradigms and the beliefs that we have. Because when you were saying things like, like, obviously I have a teaching degree, like my boyfriend works in finance. And I remember, you know, a couple of years ago, we've been together for almost seven years, but I remember a couple of years ago when I wasn't sure about teaching, I felt very insecure. And I was, I was unconsciously comparing myself to him thinking like, I'm never going to be able to make really good money because right. I didn't go to business school. Like, I don't know anything about finance. Like those are all the people that make millions are the ones who do this. Like I had so many limiting beliefs that I couldn't see them at that point because I wasn't in a space of wanting to be curious for more. And I think that's like the biggest thing because I, I, you know, am blown away by being an entrepreneur is just really being creative and like Mm -hmm. willing to do the work and willing to be uncomfortable all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That part is super key. I actually had a client yesterday ask me like, how did you gain enough confidence to like, just be always putting yourself out there? And I, and I told her, I was like, like, cause she found me through a big live stream event that I do a couple times a year. And and I said, like, I hate doing that. Like, and I don't hate it. I like connecting with people, but I get super uncomfortable. Like, I'm just sort of like projecting myself as being super comfortable. It's it's like everything that I do in my business, I it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm just okay with that. And I move forward mm-hmm. and do it anyways. And, and people are always like, really? Like, you don't like being on live video? It's so natural to you. I'm like, beforehand, though, I'm like an anxiety case, stressful, especially if I know a lot of people are watching. And afterwards, I'm like, thank God that is over. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. It's like just that it, it's totally the the creativity. And, and with that, I think allowing yourself to embrace your ideas and not, I got stuck for a long time in looking at what other people were doing and thinking I had to do what they were doing because that was what was selling. Um, And it's the more I embrace my own ideas and my own unique way of doing things, the more confident I feel in them. And thus confidence equals alignment equals belief equals manifestations of the outcomes that you want. So um, yeah, so being creative, 
putting in the work. It's not like, I think a lot of people have this idea that you can just sort of start an Instagram account and make a million dollars. Like, no, there's a significant amount going on behind the scenes. Um, and for a long time too, before you're able to hire anyone to help you or anything like that. And then, yeah, getting uncomfortable every single day and, and just getting into the habit of constantly stepping outside your comfort zone. And that's the thing that gets easier, but the, the discomfort never goes away. (laughs) It just moves from activity to activity inside your business. Well, totally. And it's just the belief that I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. Therefore, I'm going to keep showing up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like that's, that's what it is. So when people are like, oh my God, but you look so confident. And it's like, yes, but I'm (laughs) aware that I'm uncomfortable and I'm just willing to like show up through that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that just ties into the facts and realities that we like, we have these stories and perceptions of life. And when we choose to believe then that will manifest, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and not just choosing, because I think like this is a message that we hear all the time in the manifesting world, which is like, just believe, believe harder in what you want. And it's <laughs> like, if you don't have, if you don't have the subconscious, like neurological pathways, and if this is like a new thing for your audience, it's all about like our, our brains, something called neuroplasticity. Our brains are very, very malleable and they will take on whatever our subconscious brain will take on and, and be programmed with anything that you repeatedly tell it. But if you don't believe that you're capable of making $10,000, just someone telling you, just believe it and it'll be true, isn't helpful at all. And it leads people into thinking that they're doing it wrong because they affirm they make $10,000 a month yesterday and they're not doing it yet today, you know, or even last month and not doing it yet this month. Instead, it's about repetition. It's about showing up. Um, for that mindset work for even just 10 minutes a day and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And with time and not even a lot of time with two, three, four weeks, I've seen it make a tremendous difference for people inside even a couple of weeks. You start to take on that belief, even if in the beginning, it really, really didn't feel possible for you. $10,000, the more you I'm just using that as an example. That's sort of like a benchmark for a lot of entrepreneurs, but your first $10,000 month might seem like totally impossible to you. Or you say, you might affirm, I make $10,000 a month and feel like a total fraud, but repeat it to yourself for the next two, three weeks, every single day throughout the day. And in three weeks from now, it will be something that seems possible for you because your subconscious brain has no choice, but to start accepting what it is that you're repeating repeatedly telling it. And that's what I don't see, at least personally, I don't see enough of that message out there. It's, it's all the manifestation talk or a lot of it anyways. I mean, people talk about affirming, but not a lot of people talking about how important it is that you show up for a, a, um, like regimented mindset practice every single day. And so that's really what I've helped my clients and program participants to bring into their lives. And that's the only thing I've really seen make a big difference in terms of actually, um, then going ahead and manifesting what they want. (laughs) If they're not showing up for it every day, you're not going to just all of a sudden believe in it because someone told you to, right? Yeah. And I was sharing in one of my other episodes how basically everything, our beliefs, you know, walking, running, thinking, all of it is a learned behavior. Yes. And, and so the thing is, you know, you you look at a baby learning how to walk, like they, they're going to keep trying. I mean, there's going to get to a point where they're ready to start walking. Right. And then they're going to try and try and try. And then eventually they can walk and they don't even think about it. And then they start running. And so it's like, we're talking about as an example, manifesting $10,000, but I think one of, and I've talked about this as well in my episodes is the thing that you told me to do that caused such a massive shift for me last month was to do the 30 days of acknowledgement Mm -hmm. and you know, the four to five things a day of acknowledging myself. And it's funny because I didn't really know what was going to come of that. And now it's been about five or six weeks since I've been doing that. And I remember initially when you asked me, you said, Kayla, I want you to tell me four or five things that you're going to acknowledge like my favorite yourself for. Ask, my favorite question yeah. to uh, put people on the spot with because it makes them so oh, uncomfortable. <laughs> I was I was so uncomfortable, but then but then I became aware that I was yeah. uncomfortable, and then I was like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. This this is weird, and yeah. right, and it's like there's and it was nothing. It wasn't even a fraudulent question because I would have literally talked about things that have already happened that I'm proud of. Right, exactly, but, and right. And this is uh, what I want to ask you about on my podcast, um, because I have watched this practice and I'll, I'll give a little bit of a description of why this is so um, like effective for people. But I've watched this practice 
change clients' lives, change friends of mine. I have a couple of friends, a few friends actually that I do this daily practice with myself uh, with. And like I've watched it change their lives in a matter of days, like a matter of days before someone starts feeling better about themselves. And the reason is that we habitually are really, really good and well-practiced at tearing ourselves down and at telling ourselves why we can't do something or why we're not good enough. And so when you make the conscious shift to start noticing and affirming for yourself all the things that you do have to offer, and that's what we mean when when we say, when I say, Kayla, acknowledge yourself for three things. Like, can you give us three examples right now, Kayla, so that they get a sense? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot again. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, yeah, it's like now, and, and funny enough, like now I have the confidence right, to just say exactly. it, but yep. you know, the last few days I've been at home and I work at Lululemon on top of building my on, my online business. And in the last few days, like I've completed, you know, two opportunities for people to take on coaching with me and I've like put it out on the internet and I created videos and, you know, created the launch page, like did all these things. And it was just like, I just went out and did it. And these were things that I've been procrastinating on for a while. And that was something that was really important to me. And I just finally took ownership of it. Right. And so that's one thing. Um, yep. Another Good. another thing would be, I guess, we've been talking about recording this episode for a long time. We haven't done it yet. So I love that it was like such a last minute thing and it totally worked out. And I was like, we are <laughs> sitting down today and having yep. this conversation and it's going to be gold. And I'm so happy about it. And the third thing is... I I shared this yesterday on my Instagram, but I manifested a trip to Mexico um, and a paid for trip. And I was really surprised because my what happened was a couple of days ago, I was meditating and in the morning, I always set my intentions. And this is part of like the mindset regime that you're talking about, right? Yeah. And I set the intention, you know, how I want my day to go, what I'm acknowledging myself for. And the thing I decided to just literally throw in on a whim was universe surprise me. Like, just yep. give me give me something that is a total, you know, not a coincidence. It's definitely a gift from the universe. That night, I'm sitting on the couch with my boyfriend, and he looks at me, and he says, hey, do you want to go to Mexico? Like, I'll, I'll pay for your trip. And I was, like, looking at him, and I said, seriously? And I told him how, you know, I had literally manifested that this morning. And anyways, what happened was I was in my head because I needed to get work approved to let me go on vacation. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to say no. I'm not going to be able to go. And I was freaking out. And I was like, nope focus on what I want. Like, what do I want to happen? And I just kept choosing that and choosing that when I had all the reasons to just pr prepare myself for the, the disappointment and letdown. And ironically, not ironically, it totally happened yesterday that I got the confirmed email to go to Mexico and my friend can come and stay and look after the cats while we're gone. So it just, it was just a win-win. So yeah. it's just, I love these moments where I'm really committed and wanting something where it turns into the whole I need this this thing that we talked about at the start of our conversation but instead it's like I'm just going to trust right and surrender that this is going to work out and yeah. then it did yeah so I love that um I asked you that question like six weeks ago and there was just so much resistance and now I'm like Kayla in front of me and your audience can you acknowledge yourself and you're like yep here we go <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's a, it's a, a muscle that you have built, like a, quite literally a pathway that you have, have, um, now wired in your brain that makes it much easier for you, not only to know what your strengths are and lead with that, which is like how we build confidence, by the way, the more confident you feel, the more you're able to believe in what it is that you want in your business, in your life. And, and say, I want, you know, 10 new clients and hell I'm going to have them because you're used to building yourself up and you know what your strengths are. Um, I was saying something about that and I can't remember what it is, but <laughs> I do that a lot where I like go on a tangent, but, um, yeah, but the, so this is why this is so, so important is that you have like built this muscle. And this is the thing is that mindset work, it doesn't, it's not, it's not even hard. It's that you have to commit to doing it a little bit every single day. And then you have to keep doing it because it's like going to the gym, right? Like it does yeah. become a lot easier. And I'm sure that you have experienced that where, um, it, it, it's not, well, I mean, you just did it right in front of us, but I said, what are three things that you should acknowledge yourself for, or you can acknowledge yourself for, and you just jumped into it, right? So it becomes easier. It's like a muscle that you have actually built. Um, but more than that, as business owners and entrepreneurs, the more sold on ourselves we are, the faster we are able to manifest what we want. And the more we draw people to us who are going to recognize that in us. So like I recently up to the price of my one-on-one -on -one program. Um, I just felt like my old price wasn't aligned with me anymore. And I knew that in order to actually 
attract clients at that price that I needed to match my confidence to that new level. And there was a few reasons that I, I, I lengthened the program and all that kind of stuff too. But I started affirming for myself, like why I really was worth the money and why it was worth it for them to pay more as well. And just like really started acknowledging myself as a business coach and how much I bring to the table and not from like a cocky standpoint, from like a truly, truly confident place of like, I show up for my clients. I have this way of helping them to change the way they they think and feel about themselves. And that's the only way to start getting different results. So every marketing coach in the world who's just about marketing, like if they're not helping their clients to uh, change their mindset along the way, it doesn't matter how great your marketing strategy is. It's not going to make a difference for you. So anyways, I, I do this mindset work every single day. And every new thing that I'm doing in my business, I make sure that my confidence level is matching um, what I'm putting out there and what I'm expecting to get, because if it's not, I'm not going to get it. Right. Uh, so when we go to work, acknowledging ourselves and like, it could be really simple things. My acknowledgement work might be like what Kayla did was perfect. There's really no wrong way to do it. Um, but it might just be, I'm really reliable and I show up for people and I'm always on time and I really genuinely care about people. And I have all this experience, you know, in customer service, or, um, I've been really, really active in my own self-development over the last five years. And I, bring all of that to the table, right? Like it doesn't matter what it is, but get into the habit of getting sold on yourself because when you do, people feel that energy and they are drawn to you. And I have manifested clients in like the craziest of ways that had literally nothing to do with any kind of action that I was taking. And it was just a result of me being like, I am worth the money for this. Like I'm, I bring to the table something that I haven't, you know, seen anyone else do in the way that I'm doing. And for the right clients, that's really going to resonate with them. Right. So just getting like to the point where you're, if you're not sure why people should be working with you, you probably don't have a lot of people working with you. It's really that simple. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I think it's so important too. like, you know, when you were talking about not coming from a a space of being cocky, but like, I think it's so important. And this is why I love like the, the coaches that I've been connected with or connecting with the last few months is that, you know, they're so committed to elevating themselves because they're leading by example to elevate others. And, you know, when we're living in a world right now where it's just so saturated with things on social media, Mm -hmm. like things that are filtered, edited, how things should be. And then, you know, we're hiding our, there's just so many ways to hide our authenticity. And it's so amazing to have, you know, people who care enough to step beyond that and show up authentically, Mm -hmm. and just really take ownership of their own greatness, because there's just so many subliminal things out there that are constantly telling us that we need the next car, the next iPhone, we need to get, you know, like plastic surgery, we need this, we need that. And it's, it's just, you know, it's so important. Like, oh, mindset is so critical. It's everything. That's basically it. It is. It, it really is. Yes, absolutely. And there's like a few things I, I suggest to to people everywhere, regardless of what your goals are in life, regardless of what you want. One of them is this daily acknowledgement practice where you really start filling yourself up for so, so many reasons. Like the better you feel about yourself, the happier you get to be, the better, like the more good you draw to you, the more you're able to manifest what you want for yourself because you believe in yourself. Um, the less you are, you make yourself available for people who aren't going to treat you the way you, you need to be, you deserve to be treated, all that kind of stuff. The second thing would be to Um, tell the story of what you want rather than focusing so uh, strongly on what you don't want. And this is what we all do. And I did for a long time where I went, my business isn't good enough where it is. And I don't have this and I don't have that. And this isn't working for me. And every time I launch a program, I never even get half of the results that I wanted. Like I was so habitually focused on what wasn't happening in my business for such a long time. That was what I kept getting more of. So um, now I really make a point of just telling the story of what it is that I want and leaving behind what I don't. And that has been very transformative for me because we manifest what we think about. Our, our thoughts become things. It's really that simple. Uh, yeah. And then every day I also have a friend who I do a practice with where I'm, we just talk about what we're grateful for. And like, this was something I really resisted for a long time because there's so much out there about like, you know, gratitude practice. And it felt so overdone and I didn't really see the connection between, I don't know, like I know, you know, the more you pay attention to what you um, already have, the more you get. And I do believe that, but I just, I don't know. I didn't see it as being like the fastest way to the things that I wanted. Right. <laughs> and now I realize it's not about even manifesting more good things in your life, which you will, if the more that you are grateful for what you have, it's that you get to be happy every day when you are in a state of appreciation. Not only is it such a magnetic energy to you and you just keep bringing in more good, but every single day gets to be enjoyable because you're just like, 
like I woke up in my beautiful apartment today or my beautiful home and I have a bed and it's so comfortable and I love coffee and I love walking around this city. <laughs> and it's like, you get to have this, this euphoric yeah. experience of life, which is what we're all after anyways, with all the cars and the money and the technology that we're obsessed with manifesting anyways. Like, why not skip right to it? You're going to end up manifesting all that shit and you're not even going to care that much about it because it's just going to be an add on to the happiness that you already have allowed for yourself. So those three things I would say is gratitude, telling the story the way you want it to be, not the way that it is and um, acknowledging yourself every single day. And those three things, if you commit to them, will absolutely change your life in a short period of time. And the other thing I wanted to add Mm -hmm. to that that we haven't – we've, like, kind of brushed over is that when you do the gratitude and the acknowledgement of yourself, it takes away the need of of wanting or requiring external validation. All of these things take away attachment. Um, yes, exactly. It's, and that I think for, I mean, for me, for so long, I wanted results in my business because of the way that I thought it would make other people view me. (laughs) Like once I have my first $10,000 a month, once I have a six figure business, like people will know that I was successful at this. Right. And like, they'll take me seriously. And like all of that came from a lack mindset that I had or lack perception that I had about myself. And the thing is, is that the, like you don't, you, I got all of those things and, and it didn't change that. I still needed that external validation for something else now. Right. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's, we have so much attachment based on this, the, we want this and we want that because it's going to mean something significant about us. It's going to mean that we're more interesting or more successful or more lovable or more attractive or whatever. And it like, none of those things, can even fill that hole anyway. So you're just going to be, you know, <laughs> at Landmark, they'd say you're just going to be chasing the carrot for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's hard to manifest from that place anyways, because like you said, it's needing external validation um, and it's, it's coming from lack. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And I think the other thing too is, you know, we're really talking about how everything starts with the mindset and that how we think and how we think, our beliefs, our thoughts, they create our actions. And f- from that, we get our results. And it's like, when we create our own internal validation and confidence and grounding, and we focus on what we have, like, that is just that is just all abundance. And therefore, abundance will show up in life. But yeah. you're right, like, if we're thinking, like, I need to chase a carrot, like, I need external validation, then that's just going to keep showing up. Yeah. And it's like, that is what you were talking about with the story. Like if you keep saying, I need this, this, and this, yep. that, that, that is it. That is, I need this, this, and this. Well, but and, if it's, yeah. yeah. And, and what my experience of it was, was that like I said, okay, I need to be making this much money or I need this outcome to be, you know, successful in this business so that people will want to pay attention to me. That was a story I had. It was like, people are only going to want my advice once I've proven that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I really lived inside of that for a long time. Um, and then I would hit those goals where I had my first like, $10,000 a month, $15,000 a month in business. And it didn't fill that need for validation. And so then I would go, well, once I'm making $20,000 a month, and once I show that I can do this month after month, and once I have the audience, right? So it was just like always, I mean, I went all the way to Italy to like, I was traveling and that was something I'd really wanted to do was be able to travel and work from anywhere. But part of it was like almost trying to prove that I had been successful, like from sort of, I didn't really realize it until I was there. Like once I'm traveling and I'm living this like luxurious travel life and working my online business, like, but even once I got there, all I had were reasons why it still wasn't good enough. So until I changed that internally, uh, it's, it's like, even when I was able to manifest purely from ego, it never left me satisfied anyways. Right. Cause I just wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this crazy thing. And I, and I think like I would hear people say, you know, the success doesn't make you happy. Or once you get this thing that you want, you're not guaranteed to be happy. And like, it's almost like until you experience it for yourself, it just, you're like, well, I'm pretty sure that if I made, you know, a hundred K a year, then I, I'd be the exception. I'd be happy. <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, oh, okay. And it's not to say those things can't make you happy. It's that they will, they'll only add to however you are already feeling. They're not going to yes. mask a lack mentality or a lack, um, just feeling about your life. Yeah, it's true. Because look, at there's people who are millionaires and trillionaires oh, and, and whatever. Miserable. And they have exactly. <laughs> so it's not. It's like it's not about the money or the fame or whatever it is that they have. Like it's. Yeah. You're right. Like I think what you just said was so gold. How you know getting that money or whatever that material thing is like outside of you that you want will will only add to who you are, what you believe about yourself, and what you feel. Yeah. 
So that's like such a critical, critical thing. It really is. And the thing is like, you can really jump to being super happy right now. And actually this is something that, um, Tara, uh, sorry, you connected me with Tara, (laughs) um, who is another mindset coach and her and I have been doing some work together where, um, we have a 30 day like mindset challenge that we do. We're actually turning it into a membership because people have loved it so much. And literally all we're, we're getting people to do and ourselves included is to start flowing energy in the direction of the things that they already have that they're grateful for. And then the things that they are excited to welcome into their life. So flowing energy to the story of abundance, essentially, whether or not that's towards things that they are calling forth or things they already have. And it's just been the most incredible thing, like something so simple, they do it every day, has just had people who have been, you know, really in a in a state of just not being happy for a long time, all of a sudden just feeling on top of the world, manifesting things that were expected and unexpected. Um, yeah, so it, it's just like, it's, it's like until you experience it, until you experience like finally getting something that you really, really wanted and then realizing that it wasn't the key to your happiness, <laughs> it almost sounds like, I don't know, we'll see. Like, I, I really think that I might be the exception to this rule. And if I had a million dollars, I'd be the happiest person ever. And it's like, be happy now on the way there. And then that million dollars or however much money you want will make you even happier, but only because it was icing on the cake. Yeah. And it's funny because when you share this about, you know, getting the thing that you want, like when I was living in Toronto, I was there from 2016 until the summer of 2019 this year. And I just remember thinking the whole time, I want to move back to BC. I really want to, I really want to move back to BC. And I, and it's all of a sudden this year through a lot of mindset work that I was doing, the opportunity showed up like literally two years earlier than I expected to move back to BC. And we moved back to BC and it's even still here. There's things that I'm working on. And I thought it was like, that's the end all be all like back in my home province. Like it's all gravy, but I'm here and I'm like, wow, like there's so it, it is mindset. And not that I'm not grateful to be back in BC, but there's definitely the next thing where the wherever next thing I want to do right yeah wherever you go there you are and I remember because we were working together when all that was unfolding for you and yeah um there was a couple of times and like the, the only reason I was able to pick this out was because it was 100% what I had personally gone through multiple times but there was a couple of times when you were yeah in that mindset of whether it was about moving back to BC or whether it was about like I just can't wait until my business is this and you talked at some points about um you know taking a month off of your work so that you could just flow it into your business and like a explode things really quickly. And I was yeah. like, and, and I was like, I totally get it. And I think that like, again, that's a message in the manifesting world that I don't love, which is like, want it harder, hustle more, you know, visualize <laughs> stronger or whatever, and you'll get it faster. And it's just yeah. not the case because it comes from efforting. It comes from trying. It comes from need and lack and scarcity. And like, it comes from where I am right now is not good enough. And I need to be somewhere else. And as long as you are pushing up against where you are, you are going to have a tough time, not only getting to where you want to be, but also enjoying once you actually get there. So the more we can just be happy with where we're at, which like a year ago, someone would have said this to me and I'd be like, "Ugh, no, this is why it's not good enough where I am. And I have to change things. (laughs) Like I had to learn this the hard way, but the more you can just learn to find things every day. Like for me, it's like my morning coffee. Like I just feel so abundant drinking my morning coffee. And like that is not dependent on how much money I'm making or you know, like where I'm living or anything like that. So, I mean, I started just realizing this and getting happy while I was still living with my parents after I'd moved back from um, Italy and the UK and was looking for a place in Toronto and I was having a hard time. And I finally was just like, I just don't want to chase shit anymore. Like, I just want to appreciate the fact that I have this beautiful place that I'm welcome to stay at. And my parents are great. And like, you know, like whatever it is, what it is. And like, as soon as I got to that place, it's like my life just took off um, where I got this apartment and I launched my first mastermind and I started attracting more clients and I like developed this whole group of friends that I'm just like obsessed with. And like, like my whole life just looks so different than it did even like four months ago. And it came only after literally being 31 and living at my parents (laughs) even when I forced the outcome. So yeah, that was just like such a big turning point for me. And I've seen a lot of other people go through that and you will have, if you're an entrepreneur, you will have that lesson one way or another. (laughs) Like you got to be happy with what's here. Yeah. And you know what? The one thing that you're, that you're sharing right now directly is just the power of surrendering. And I had two distinct moments where I surrendered this year and it was literally insane what happened after and it was ironically 
when my boyfriend in the spring came to me with the opportunity to move to BC and I was like, no, I said, I, I don't have this planned. Like I don't have money saved. You don't know where we're going to live, blah, blah, blah. I had all the reasons. No, I was literally pushing away what I wanted to happen. And what happened next was we were in Mexico together on vacation. And I remember we were sitting together at the restaurant one morning drinking mimosas. Cause that's what you do on vacation. And, uh, you know, I said, you know what? I said, fuck it. Like, let's, let's move to BC. That's it. When we go back to work on Monday, we're, we're putting our notice in, like we're moving to BC. And literally after that moment, it was like within a month we had found our dream condo that we wanted to live in. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we had our flights, everything was covered by Guillaume's work. And then it was like, you know, we got additional money to help um, buy new furniture and all that to cut the moving costs. Like it was just wild how everything turned out. But it took me surrendering to the fear of, oh, my God, I, I'm not planned. I'm not ready to move yet. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to yeah, let trust it flow. It. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the other moment was in the summer, and I was sharing about this on social media, we were supposed to move into our condo for July 1st. And we found out two days, or not two days, sorry, 12 days before that they were pushing our move-in date. And it was like, we already had the flight spot, like we were moving out there. So long story short, we ended up staying at my parents' place for almost a month on Vancouver Island. And I remember it was the day before we got to move into our place. I didn't know that we were going to move in. And I was just like, I was just like, you know what? I'm just, I just give up. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm tired of this. My boyfriend is resistant. Like, he wants to find a new place because they keep pushing the move-in date. Like, it, I'm just trusting that this is going to work out yes. and that we're moving into this beautiful new condo. No kidding. Literally three hours later, they yeah. called and said, hey, you can move in. And we literally packed and moved in 24 hours later. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, it was just those very distinct moments of yes. letting go that created the space for everything to like come flying at us at like you know rocket speed and I was like oh my god but it was like such an authentic surrender it's not like a pr pretend surrender it was like legitimately I don't know what's gonna happen and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust that it's gonna work out yeah yeah it is actually just so crazy what happens like that's how I ended up with like my place that I'm living in now is I just got a place of surrender and then like things just unveiled in like the most uh like magical way that I couldn't have even imagined and like it required very little effort on my part after months of trying to make it happen and uh yeah so it like I think just that that like trust and surrender those are like the two most <laughs> powerful things that we can decide to do as human beings yeah, and it just, it makes me laugh because looking back at, you know, all the things that have manifested into our life this year, it just, at the time, you know, we're trying so hard in the thick yeah. of it to figure it out. Like, oh, what's going to happen? What can I do? How can this happen faster? And then when it's all said and done and it works out, we look back and it's like, oh, that makes sense. Like, oh, there's there's that lesson right there. And oh, wow, like I learned this about myself. And wow, I guess that specific thing wasn't meant to be. And it's just crazy how after the fact it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Anyways, Lauren, is there anything else that you wanted to share? And can you also please tell our audience where they can find you on social media and how to get connected with you? Yeah, um, I'm on uh, Instagram at Lauren C. Saunders, and I have a podcast called The Aligned Entrepreneur, where I talk about all of this stuff and more. And uh, I'm in a few different places. I've got a couple different Facebook groups now. You guys can find all of that through my Instagram uh, link. But yeah, kind of just someone who does a lot of different things in my business because I like it that way. So lots of different ways that you can um, interact with me and consume content and learn about more of what we're talking about if that interests you and how to actually apply it to your business if you are a business owner or entrepreneur. So yeah, thank you so much, Kayla. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh my God, it was amazing. And I'm I'm so thankful and I still laugh like how we got connected and just how we've like grown together and mm -hmm. kept in touch, you know, being literally across the world from each other and then across the country. Like it's been such an amazing experience. And and I'm so grateful that, you know, I got to work with you as my coach because you helped me so much. And it's just the way that you showed up on the podcast today and just shared yourself is like so authentic. And 
you know, I'm really grateful to have you in my life, like as a friend and as a mentor. And it's just, yeah, it's, I'm very thankful to have you on today. Well, and I'm very thankful to, um, attract clients like you into my business. Like I just feel, I just feel all day, every day. Like I can't believe the people, the quality of people that the universe sends to me in my business. And so I just really acknowledge you for all the same things. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it all comes down to mindset. That's how you attract these people, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Amazing. And I'm going to put in the show notes, you know, all of your, your links and things to find you on cool. social media. And I want to acknowledge the audience for listening today. Thank you so much. Yeah, and if you. you haven't yet, please subscribe, leave a review and share this episode. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye guys.